0: Hey everybody, welcome to Book Reviews Kill. I'm Evan and this is my review of the Broken Earth Trilogy by N.K. Jemisin. I just kind of wrote this out on my notes here on my computer and I'm gonna be doing uh, quite a few more reviews as we go forward. I was doing them at the beginning of the podcast and kind of fell off of it, but I wrote all of this out. So it might sound a little bit like I like I wrote it down, you know, but um, these are my thoughts on the Broken Earth. Keep it short and sweet and you can decide at the end of this if this is a series for you. When I started out on TikTok reviewing books, I learned pretty quickly that there was a lot more for me to get to. I was reading so much, but also I, how do I put this? I was reading mostly like Reddit fantasy books, like Sanderson, Abercrombie, Robin Hobb, just the really mainstream stuff. And I liked it a lot. Um, But, you know, when I was Really getting into posting on here, people kept suggesting things so often. You know, I read Lee Bardugo's Six of Crows, V.E. Schwab's Shades of Magic trilogy, I read the Greenbone Saga, and Ice Planet Barbarians, and Ninth House, and The the Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, and and just all the stuff that's really popular on there. And I've always tried my best to read whatever seems appealing to me, right? Whether it's popular or not, while also making sure to keep an ear to the ground for things people really love. Like I'm a book reviewer whether I like the moniker or not, and since I've got so many people asking what they should read or whether the hottest new release is any good, I make sure to at least keep some of the more popular books on my TBR so I can share my insight with whoever will listen. But one of the trilogies that kept getting mentioned in my live sessions and my comment threads was N.K. Jemisin's Broken Earth. And I've been interested in it for quite some time, and I've even somehow been able to avoid spoilers for the most part, but I just, I kept getting to other stuff and I kept putting it off and putting it off. And finally I said, I I need to read these books. And I'm so happy that I did. I went into this trilogy having no real idea what it was about somehow. And I had no idea the surprise I was in for, but I also didn't anticipate the exhaustion and depletion I'd feel after finishing the third and final volume. So for those of you unaware, The Broken Earth is a series of books focused on a planet much like our own. There are cities and towns, forests and rivers, governmental bodies and families just trying to survive. The key difference between our world and The Broken Earth's vast connected land called the Stillness is that in this trilogy, the world ends every few decades. Now by the world ending, what do I mean? It's a good question, and that's one of the more interesting things about this series. There's a whole spectrum of apocalypse in this world. A cataclysmic event known as a season comes around and seemingly chokes the life out of the land, but a small portion always comes back, fighting for purchase on the violent stretch of Earth the survivors call home. They rebuild, they reassess, and they adapt with the violent catastrophes that plague this planet and their way of life. However, the fifth season begins with a planet-rending earthquake that all but tears the stillness in two. Ashes falling in heaps from the sky, turning everything once colorful and vibrant to a musty gray, the air is choked with smoke, and every surviving citizen of this continent is thrown into a struggle for survival after the upheaval that this event brings. In the fifth season, the first book in the trilogy, we learn about a race of people called Origines, special beings connected to the earth in a myriad of ways. Most Orogenes are trained in a school called the Fulcrum to enhance their abilities, and they're watched over by an ageless faction of mysterious and powerful people called Guardians. The Orogenes are feared by society and treated as less than human. Some of them are conditioned to the point of feeling that way themselves. Jemison has taken a class of people and showed us, the reader, their exploitation, their skills being taken advantage of to suit a ruling class that cares nothing for their well-being. The points the author are trying to make are clear and brutal in their scope and intensity. As the series carries on, we latch onto a few key characters on opposing sides of this war against the Earth. Mysteries are uncovered, characters fleshed out in disturbingly realistic detail. We watch the lengths a parent will go to to reunite with their child. We see the awesome power of a civilization turned to stone and dust, their remnants left to float in the sky. We see a planet on the verge of all-out decay and the internal struggle to save it or to let it die. I absolutely loved this series. The writing was beautiful without dragging me down, funny and clipped where it needed to be realistic. These were real people. The world building was presented in a way at times esoteric and others like lovingly rendered to the point of such vivid immersion. I felt I could see the obelisks in the sky and taste ash in my mouth. Jemison is that good of a writer. I mentioned the word esoteric here, and I want to dig into that just a little bit. While the world building was endlessly interesting, there were times where I felt a certain distance between myself and the world being presented to me, especially descriptions of past events. Sometimes I just want to be told in a clear language what has happened in the past, so I can get a decent grasp of the future and present, and I don't understand the reasoning behind a murky backstory here if I don't have a character I can be confused with. There were also parts of the second book in particular. I felt basically ground the series to a halt, and if not for a string of chapters from a different and, in my opinion, more interesting point of view, I might have taken much longer to finish it than I did. But rest assured, if you're looking to read this series, the third book wraps things up beautifully. All in all, I'm so happy that I did finish this trilogy. Jemison won the Hugo Award three times in a row for these books, and it's evident that she deserved it. The social commentary, world building, internal personal struggles, and ultimate resolution combined with a clear coded message make for one of the most unique experiences I've had with fantasy in a long time. This feels so much different than anything else I've read, and the weight of it all is still sitting heavy in my stomach days after I've finished it. I would recommend this to seasoned fantasy readers, and people looking for a bit of a challenge. At times, I was confused, and at others, I was emotionally drained, but this is not a series to gloss over. I think The Broken Earth will be regarded as one of the great examples of where fantasy is headed, and I'm excited to see what else Jemisin has to offer. As always, everybody, thank you so much for listening, and of course, happy reading.